30 plus years right now. And uh, yeah, doing this thing called Life Together. So it's, uh, it's just good to be here. To be with you guys. To be with some of God's amazing creation. And, um, and I don't know if there's a title for my gifting or my position. You know how they have apostles or prophets, teachers. I think they need to add cheerleader. I, I really do for the times that we're in. So I just titled myself cheerleader. And that's what I bring to this, uh, to the party, is just to keep cheering you guys on. Um, I love to do that as a, um, when my boys were growing up. In fact, I have, my sons are where some of you are right now. Our youngest is graduating in June. <laughs> and our oldest graduated three years ago. Um, yeah, three years ago. So um, anyway, so I kind of know where some of you guys are at, or at least where your parents are at, maybe. <laughs> so how about that? But um, I am just here to cheer you guys on, in it because it's a good journey to be on. And some of us are just—I mean, for me, I'm just finding out. I'm hitting—I'm hitting a stride. It feels like Lance Wall. Now, if you guys um, heard uh, have heard of him, um, he said um, he addressed us fifty-year-olds. Okay, 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 okay. I'm fifty, but uh, he addressed us fifty-year-olds, and he said that this is the greatest time of, of convergence where giftings, anointings, your talents, it's all coming into focus. And I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> I didn't fall behind somehow, you know, because it seems like everybody else around me seemed to have their act together. And, and so it's like, cool. So that gave me confidence. And confidence to just share with you guys, you know what? It's a good journey to be on. It's going to be okay. It really is. Yeah, they're going to be ups and downs, and yeah, you know, they're going to be some really hard times, you know, like um, like the the our, the the ones who gave the announcements, the gentleman who gave the announcements, yeah, how he shared that some for some of you this might be, you know, to come to worship is a real sacrifice, but just living your life is worship. It's worship to the Lord, and living it the way. Um, Oh, how he really wants you to. There's a, there's a way of life that he gives, that he offers, that, you know, if you, if you live it that way, if you live with him, it's a good journey to be on. It so is. So I just wanted to encourage you. I wanted to... Um, this is going to be one of those um, repeat-after-me things because um, what I'm learning is as you hear something, <laughs> you guys are students, you know this, you know, if you hear it and then you say it and then you read it and it, it com you, you, know, you can commit it to memory, but if you hear yourself say it, you can declare it for yourself. And so um, I just wanted to, I wanted us together to, re to declare um, Psalm 139.14 and I'm going to read it out of the Passion and I'll read it to you first so you know what you're declaring okay I know some of you are going no I'm not saying anything until I know what it is but this is good this is good stuff because I as a cheerleader as someone who just wants to just keep you know keep you guys in the game to keep going um, to just run with you and say you're doing so good I need you to believe it we need to believe it together and run together because there is there's a um, there's a world out there that needs the love that only you can give you are uniquely made by the father to share love in only the way you can when it all boils down to it's the love, it's, it's the real you. It's who you are at your very essence. You were created to love and be loved. 
And so I, I, what I want to encourage us all to do is to really get that to the core of our being. And maybe you guys already have that. No problem. Say it anyway, okay? So this is what I'm going to, I would like us later to, um, to, to repeat, to say together. But it's Psalm 139, 14, out of the Passion. Um, I thank you, God, for making me so mysteriously complex. Everything you do is marvelously breathtaking. It simply amazes me to think about it. How thoroughly you know me, Lord. You're saying that to yourself. That's a declaration to yourself. It's the you in there is not God. It's you. We're saying back to him, thank you for making me, for making me the wonderful me that I am. And so it's like the Lord wants us to get that, to get that at this time. Because we're going to rise up. We're going to rise up, church. And we're going we're gonna to take this world by storm with love. It's going to be a firestorm of love. And it's going to come from each one of us individually. But as it comes out in the beauty that God created and how he fits us all together, like this body of believers is powerful. It is powerful. You can feel it. You can feel the energy. You can feel the life. Can anybody agree with me? Okay, good. Okay, good, good. Just making sure, making sure that you're agreeing with me because, because you can't tell me otherwise about yourself, that you're, you're, you're not amazing. Because then, be, then I'd be going against what the Lord's saying about you. Oh, I'm not going up against him, right? So we're going to, if you guys wouldn't mind repeating after me. I try not to be like, do this. So if you wouldn't mind repeating this with me, repeating after me. Um, I want it to sink into your very spirit. And so, Holy Spirit, I do ask that each heart, each spirit, open up right now and receive the words and let them hear, let each one hear, actually physically hear themselves say that they are wonderful and that they give you all the glory for it. Okay, here we go. So, I thank you, God, for making me so mysteriously complex. Everything you do is marvelously breathtaking. <laughs> you guys, we need to shout that one. Okay, we won't shout it, shout it, but does it, doesn't that rise up in you that, oh, Okay. It simply amazes me to think about it. How thoroughly you know me, Lord. Amen. So be it. You heard it yourself, right? You heard your neighbor say it to themselves. I heard you say it. The internet, the friends on the internet heard you say it. You admitted. You admitted that you are marvelously made and that what the Lord makes is marvelously breathtaking. Believe it, you guys. Come from that point when you wake up in the morning. It may sound arrogant, but it's not. There's a confidence that you get in the Lord knowing how loved you are and how amazing you are. And yeah, you know what? You're just, some of you are just stepping into your giftings. Some of the, you are, there's new talents. God's always blessing us with new creative things. And we're, um, we're just understanding that now. And that every day, every day is a journey with him to understand the depth of him, but then you get to understand the depth of who he is in you and how you get to share that love, that uh, strength, that courage. That song that we sang earlier, um, it was a, did you guys declare that over yourselves uh, 
as, a worship, as our worship leader led us, that uh, we were singing about being steadfast, that you'll not be moved, that you are anchored, never shaken. I just breathe courage into you, strength into you. You declare that, yes, we were worshiping the Lord in that moment, but at the same time, you are making a declaration over yourself that you will not be moved, that to the core of your being, you will be who you were created to be. I just, I, you know, take a moment. I know some of you have a cr crazy, crazy busy schedules, and, um, but I hope you can bless yourself this week with thinking about even a moment in time where you knew that you were your true self, where you just knew to the core of your being that you were your true self and how good that felt, how awesome you are. There, there was a, I had a situation and it wasn't a fun one, and it was with, it was with a relative, and um, and um, it was it was hard, and this relative wasn't confronting me, and it was an elder relative. So for those of you in the Asian culture, that can be a little intimidating. But um, this. Uh, this relative of mine confronted me about something that I knew wasn't true about myself. And, um, and in that moment, I had a choice to, um, to give in, to say yes or whatever, in order to placate that person. But I knew that wasn't true about me. And so with honor and respect, I, um, I respectfully declined his declaration over me and I walked away and granted I was shaking and I was I was not um, uh, it wasn't a happy you know happy feel-good moment but then I realized I was being me I was being true to me and that felt good as I look back on it now and I was like yes I can be steadfast. I can be steadfast in who I am, in who God created me to be, in the kind of love and compassion that I know I have in my heart, and I don't need to return animosity, if you will. You know, animosity for animosity. It can be returned with love. So in that moment, I was like, yes, I am me. I am me, so thank you, God. So anyway, I just also just wanted to um, encourage you, too, with, with hope. Again, this is out of the Psalms. It's Psalm 138.8. And uh, just wanted to remind you about uh, how good our God is. This is uh, the psalmist saying to the Lord, and you can say this for yourself and repeat it, too. We don't have to repeat it now. It's okay. But, Lord, you keep every promise you've ever made to me. Since your love for me is so constant and endless, I ask you, Lord, to finish every good thing that you've begun in me. So what's started in you now, what you're going through now, it's your life journey. It's going to add to where you are so that, you know, 30, 70, whatever years later, <laughs> you're encouraging the next generation. You're showing them that, yes, we stood. Lord and I stood. Sometimes he held me up, for, for sure. And yet I, we stood together, and he is going to finish the good work that he has begun in you. It's already begun. It's not after you guys graduate. It's not after you, you know, get to the next goal. He's already, he's already begun a good work in you. You are a good work. You are. So blessings, blessings, blessings. Amen.
That's my, uh, that's my fire bride. Uh, this is not going to work, yeah. It's going to flip right over. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that works. Yeah, this. Sure. So, um, we lost Ryan. Ah, thank you. Yeah. Well, I was just going to just brag on him and you, so that's okay. But I, I, so, I so love these two. And uh, you're so blessed to have uh, shepherds like this who, who genuinely care. Yeah, they're, I, I, as Suzanne said too, that it is such a big deal that you're still in the race, that you're still going. That is the big deal. You know, that's all the enemy has on us. Since we're already victorious in Christ, all, all, the only thing he can do is try to get us to quit through lies. And when you keep going, you win, all right? So keep going. Um, before I share a little bit, I want to I want to just uh, piggyback a little bit off of what uh, my wife said, Suzanne. Uh, first of all, I want to let you know I did bring some books today, and I know several of you already bought these when we were here last time. The main book I have is is one called Always Loved. You are God's treasure, not His project. And uh, this has helped to set a whole lot of people free. I wrote it. Uh, to lead you into experiential encounters with Papa's love for you. Um, head knowledge isn't going to do it. And so in this book, I have all kinds of different ways. I have you look in a mirror and do things. You know, just try different things. Talk, you know, talk to yourself, but also ways to hear God and to encounter Papa's love for you. So, um, so that's back there. And then this last year, I had, I had people that said, you know, I love your book. It changed my life. Uh, could you write something that, that has all the, the yummy things that, that Papa says to us? And so I, I wrote four devotionals. I only have three of them here because our spring one just ran out again and we are reordering it. So uh, summer, winter, and autumn. But these are not devotionals. They don't go with, um, you know, you don't have to do it in the actual season. Do you know what I'm saying? It's more of like seasons of life. Uh, so the spring one that isn't here, it's about blooming, you know, and about how you take the love out. Uh, the, the autumn one is really that reflective time. If you think about what autumn is, families get together, a lot of reminiscing. That's more of what that one is. Summertime is just kind of carefree and fun. If you're looking for, I need some more joy and carefreeness in my life. Um, and the winter, as you can imagine, is, is kind of when you, when you go deep, uh, you know, letting God into this, the places in your heart that need tending to. And all of them are just laced with the Father's love, with Papa's affection for you, because that's the truth. And I wrote, that, I wrote these um, just as something you read every day for one week, the same words of Papa over you. And then each day, there's a question for you to go deeper and half of the pages lines to write in half is to draw in because some people are left brain some people are right brain and just wired differently now I'm sharing that with you today um, only and we just we just felt this on our heart today it, um, you all know this Berkeley is such a place where where um, God uses Berkeley you know for ideas to impact the world idea shapers I mean you're in this room and we wanted to make sure that, uh, that you were able to get a copy if you wanted to. So every book back there today only, we've never done this before, <laughs> is $5. Because if you go on Amazon, the, the big book is going to be closer to 20 by the time you pay taxes. And the, even the smaller ones are closer to 15 by the time you pay taxes and have them sent to you. So if it's at all an interest to you, uh, really what we're trying to do is get it in your hands and say, we want to bless you. Um, and if you can afford more and you want to bless the ministry, just tell them that. You don't, there's no obligation. I'm not telling you that because I'm trying to guilt you into doing that. What any, any of the money we make, what it's going towards, it's in five languages now. Uh, we go to Uganda every year. There's a, there's a translation in Luganda. Those pastors cannot afford a book. So we're giving those out. Um, same thing in the Middle East. Same thing. We just finished a translation in traditional Chinese. 
Um, and a, a lot of these books and where they're going, it's in Spanish, so it's going to Nicaragua. A lot of the places we go, the people can't really afford it. So what we do is the money we make, we're you know, sending copies and giving copies to pastors and things like that. So anyway, there you go. Um, I want to go back to, uh, to something that Suzanne was just saying, and that is, um, you know, there's a, there's, let me just say this, there's a lot of pr pressure in our lives, and uh, you, you know that whether it's students, and sometimes we think as students, oh, I fi you know, finally took my last test, all the pressure's gone, everyone else in the room can laugh. Yeah, like the pressure's gone after school. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Um, just pressures change, you know, and there's a lot of demands, and I will say this, some of you grew up with a lot of demands. Um, you know, we all had different kind of parenting, uh, people who parented us, and this is what I could say about most parents, which I think is true. Most parents are trying to do the best that they know how, and unfortunately, most parents are repeating the things that, that were the way they were brought up, and, um, and if it wasn't for the grace of God, we'd all be stuck, but he's changing us, and he's, he's, he's winning us with his, his love. I love the songs that we're singing, the worship songs that... If you're not old enough, you don't know how they've shifted, but someone my age, I could tell you, these songs have shifted a lot. And they're now so much about Papa's love and affection and about the grace and the goodness of God. Um, so we need to constantly remind ourselves of those things because we, we get a lot of other uh, signals sent to us all the time in life. You know, sometimes, again, through parents who did the best they could. Sometimes it's through employers who are just, you know, putting the, the hammer down and uh, you know, it's what causes us to have nightmares at times. We're trying to process all this stuff going on. How do we, you know, how do we get out of this? How do we get out of that pressure mode? Because I, I promise you that, that that kind of intense pressure was never what the Lord intended. That was not, that's not his plan. That's not what Jesus paid for, for us. So therefore, the peace, the shalom that we need has got to be coming internally as we're, as we're connecting in with this Papa who loves us so much. I want to, could you do that slide from Romans 5, 1 and 2? I just want to read this for a minute. This, I, just for us to get to the, the core of the truth right here, right away, our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us. That, by the way, this is in the Passion Translation, which I've been so getting into lately. It transfers God's righteousness to us, and now he declares us flawless in his eyes. Are you kidding me? This is what Suzanne just had us repeating. You are flawless. Any of you want to repeat that? I'm flawless. Can you say that and mean it? I'm going to tell you why in a minute. This is going to be so good. Seriously, this is going to be so good. You're flawless in his eyes. This means we can now enjoy true and lasting peace with God. See, that's the opposite of that pressured thing. All because of what our Lord Jesus, the anointed one, has done for us. Our faith guarantees us access into this marvelous kindness that has given us a perfect relationship with God. What? Can you say, I have a perfect relationship with God? I think I heard a third of you say it. Two-thirds of you are saying, what translation is this? Where are you, where are you getting this from? I'm just, this is in the word. What? We have a perfect relationship with God. See, we're, we're, we're in that mode. We've, most of us have grown up in that performance thing. And if you aren't doing it right and you aren't enough, you hear about it and you're made to pay for it. And that gets translated over to God, except that that's not as hard at all. Did you know that each one of you, when you woke up this morning, you had, I used to say an A+, plus, but in today's, because of all the extra GPA points you can get these days. I gotta say A++++. You woke, you woke up this morning with an A++++ from your father before you did a thing because it has nothing to do with what you do or don't do for him today. That has nothing to do with his heart for you and his view of you. Isn't that awesome? And so, I, again, I'm gonna show you in a minute, I'm gonna show you scripture that a lot of us have taken, I think, very wrong. I'm going to show you how it is you're flawless and how it is that you have this perfect relationship with God. And it goes on to say, what incredible joy. Like when we really get this and we understand the pressure is finally off, 
What's left? Woohoo! <laughs> Whoa, I can breathe again. This is great. The joy bursts forth within us as we keep on celebrating our hope of experiencing God's glory. What is his glory? It's his nature. It's his character. It's his love, his goodness, his mercy flowing right through you because he deposited his glory into you. Now, here's the thing. I want to, I want to, okay, we're all feeling pretty good. Hopefully you're breathing easier. You're like, okay, I think, I think I'm believing you that daddy likes me. I'm, I'm, I'm a favored child, which you are. Check out this next verse, this one from Matthew. This one is, doesn't really feel like it's going to fit at all. Therefore, Jesus says to us, you shall be perfect just as your father in heaven is perfect. Oh, no. What are we? This is what? I, th I thought you just said I'm right. Everything's okay. I wrote those other verses up there because, because in Genesis 17, it's where Yahweh says to Abraham, be, for, be perfect as I'm perfect. It's in Leviticus. It's in 1 Peter. It's all over the place. That verse gets repeated many times. Be perfect. Or some of your scriptures will say, be holy as I am holy. Be perfect as I am perfect. Ooh. Ah. Really? Now, I know that we all know that, that uh, we, we know that our righteousness comes from Jesus. So sometimes we can read a verse and we can go, okay, well, I'm perfected in Christ. I would agree with that 100%. That is true. But, it, but it's even better than that. This word in the Hebrew for perfect does not mean to be flawless, to be without mistakes, to never mess up, never sin. That's not what it means. Really? No, it isn't at all. The word in Hebrew is tamim. And um, I think we have a slide. Let's go ahead and show you what that slide is. Tamim means to function according to your original identity. Well, that changes things, doesn't it? When he says, be perfect as I am perfect, to live the way you were originally designed by God, to discover who Papa says you are and act like that, live that out. That's what he's saying, which is the opposite of try harder to not make mistakes. That's not what it's saying at all. He, when he says, be perfect as I am perfect, he's saying this, I am who I am. You ever heard that statement in the scriptures? A few times, I am who I am, meaning you always know who you're coming to. Who is that? Oh, I'm, I'm love, says in 1 John. Not just that God loves as a verb, he is love. I will always love you. Everything I do for you is motivated out of my love for you, and nothing's gonna change that. You always know who you come to. Guess what he says? I made you... I made you in love to be my love to this world. It's going to look differently in all of us because he purposely made us different. He made us each uniquely to carry a piece of his glory. Did you know that he's dispensed his glory? This is in Ephesians 1 and many other places. He, he's dispensed it in all of us. He's parceled it out. That word, when Jesus breaks the bread and says this bread is broken for you, one of one of the understandings that we have is that the bread is broken, which means his body was broken for us. Absolutely true. But it actually means more than that. It actually, that word broken for you means parceled out. My body is parceled out to all of you. You each have a piece of me. It's true. You have a piece of Jesus. You have a piece of Father, Holy Spirit, who's in you, which means you represent him. You portray him. He, you reflect him in a way that nobody else on this planet does, which is why it's so important that you're out there being the real you. So what this is going back and saying is, I don't want you to be like somebody else. That's one of our biggest mistakes is we see people a lot of times who we admire. I want to be like so-and-so. And God's saying, no, no. Yeah, learn from them. There's things you can pick up from them. Absolutely. But don't be them. Because he says, you're the most amazing you I could think of. He says, when I made you, you were everything I wanted. Now, the problem is, is a lot of times we heard other messages growing up. You know, again, we didn't measure up. We didn't do enough. Sometimes schoolmates, sometimes other people were just brutal. 
and cruel to us and the things they said. And those things are still floating around in our brains and they're feeding us lies. And so the way out of the lie is you've got to know who you are. So, so when you're feeling down, when, you're make, if, when you make mistakes, when you, when you uh, are doing things that's not your nature in Christ, okay? Instead of beating yourself up, which, which somehow we've thought is a spiritual thing to do, like we've, we think that, uh, that beating ourselves up and telling ourselves we're horrible people because of the mistakes we make, sometimes we, we think that's letting God know that we're really serious about following him. The problem is, is that you're agreeing with the enemy when you do that. You're basically agreeing, I'm a piece of trash, I'm terrible, I, how can you love me? I understand sometimes we need the mercy of God to know he loves us in the midst of our worst days. That's awesome. I, I'm all for that. But the whole thing of just you know, continuing to punish yourself and thinking that it's a spiritual thing to do is actually just what you're doing is you're wasting hours and days of, of intimacy you can have with the Lord. He says, I already, I already know that. Come here. Come here. Because what he says is, let me tell you who you are. He says, you just forgot who you were. See, he's not a father who punishes. I'm going to let that one sink in a little bit. And, and there's, I know there's all kinds of different conceptions we have of God, but can I tell you something? Jesus came to represent the Father because we had a very distorted view of the Father. And Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen my dad. Look what he does with anybody who's, you know, to the, the, one, the woman caught in adultery. Does he shame her? No, he does not. Do you see what I mean? He did not punish her. You got to look at all these stories and realize Jesus was living out the Father's love for you. I don't have time to go into all the stories, but you know what I'm saying. It's all through scripture. He loves, he loves, he extends mercy. He says, I, I know you struggle. That's why you need a savior. That's why I died for you. I didn't die for you so that you will never make a mistake again. I died for you so that you will know who you are because the truth will set you free. Amen? Hey, this is good stuff. Um, check out the, this next verse, Ephesians 4.1. I urgently appeal to you, therefore, with reference to your original identity, here it is again, to conduct your life in such a way that your every move bears witness to the weight and the value of who you really are. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I hope you're getting this. Oh, I hope you're encouraged and getting this. Like, like, Papa's thrilled with you. Daddy, all these words, if that makes you uncomfortable, Father is totally okay, as long as that conveys to your heart warmth and tenderness. If it doesn't, use a different name. Make one up if you need to. Papa, Ompa, whatever. You know, there's different languages that sound like Grandpa, whatever. Something that feels warm and approachable and, and loving and caring, use, use that. For me, Papa is usually what I use, Daddy. Jesus said, call him Abba. He told us, call him Abba. That's like a, that's in that language. That's like a two-year-old saying, Dada, up Papa, up Dada. That's what Jesus told us to call the Father because he wants that kind of intimacy and relationship with you. He's crazy about you. Do you know that? <laughs> He's absolutely, I wish I could look at every single one of you in the eyes just for a quick second. He's crazy about you. He's, he's thrilled with you. He's not disappointed with you. Get that one. He's not disappointed. He knows what you need. He says that what you need, the truth you need, I'm going to keep giving it to you. That's why when Suzanne just said he's going to finish this thing, we know that in, in Philippians 1.6, right? I'm going to finish this thing in you because he knows what you need to get there. Just recently, I had a, a friend, um, ah, my one of my best best friends, uh, recently went to be with Jesus, and kind of sudden and unexpected, and um, and uh, this is what I know is that my friend, along with all those who have gone before us, that we we see that litany in in, in Hebrews eleven of the of the saints that have gone before us, and, and everyone in this room has lost people that you love. You know what it says is that they're cheering us on, right? 
But do you know why? The, the Lord made this so clear to me uh, along the way why they're cheering us on. They're cheering us on because every single person who's lived on this planet before us, they all have struggled the, with the very same things that we do. All of them. They struggled. See, the enemy's lie is that you're the only one that's got the problem you have. You're the only one that's got that struggle. Nobody except for you. You know, everyone else, everyone else has got their act together. You know, what's your problem? That's the... That's the lie of the enemy. That is such a lie. The reason why the saints are cheering us on, they're with Jesus. And remember that scripture in 1 Corinthians 15 that says what is sown in dishonor is raised in honor. What is sown in weakness is raised in power. That means that in that instant when people go see Jesus, all of the dishonor that happens on, on this plane, on this earth, in every direction, all of the, the pain, the powerlessness, the weakness instantly vanish. Do you know what's left? What's left is heaven is celebrating you. And Papa says, this is why I love you. And all of a sudden, are you ready for this? You're going to be shown, when you get to heaven, you're going to be shown, uh, 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 what, what's that called? A uh, uh, highlight reel, you know? like you see on YouTube, you know, of all your best moments in life. And you're going to look at that and you're going to forget a whole bunch of them. Remember faith, hope, and love, these things remain, but the greatest is love. That means every act of kindness, every act of love somehow is reserved forever for you in heaven. Oh, this is going to be good. See, we keep being afraid of heaven. He's like, no, you're going to be seeing a highlight reel of your life and you're going to be so amazed. You're going to say, Who's, whose life is this? What it, He's like, yeah, that was you, man. You were shining. You were amazing. And, and uh, I'm sure in heaven we won't even have the ability to remember the stuff we don't want to remember, right? Our not-so-shining moments. And I guarantee you God doesn't because that's why Jesus died for us. He chooses to have zero remembrance. Isn't this amazing? So the saints in heaven are cheering you on because of this. They all struggled just like we did. They all had the same doubts and the same wonderings. Am I even going to make it? Am I good enough? Am I going to be accepted? You're already accepted. That's what Jesus has done for you. You're already accepted. So they're cheering you on because they're saying this. We made it. Jesus brought us here. It's amazing. And we, didn't, we have the same struggles you do. We had the same struggles. We're here. He got us here. He's going to get you here. Don't you dare give up. Don't you dare quit. Keep going. Keep loving. Keep being the real you. That's what they're cheering us on with. They're saying, keep going. Because Jesus is going to make it. He's going to take you through this thing. So be the real you. That's like if we, you know, Trying to see. I have no idea what time it is. How are we doing? Okay. All right. We, we so went in different directions, but this was so good. I hope you're having a good time. I'm having a good time. <laughs> Let me show you one more scripture. Um, that, that's the Philippians 1.6. Let's just read that. Let's go back and read that in the message really quick because I love that version. Can you go back one? Oh, there's never been the slightest doubt in my mind that the God who started this great work in you would keep at it and bring it to a flourishing finish on the very day Christ Jesus appears. That's just good news right there. And one more, Jude. This is one of my favorites. 24 and 25. This is in the New Living Version. It says, Now all glory to God who is able to keep you from falling away and will bring you with great joy into his glorious presence without a single fault are you getting this and please don't think this is for everybody else in the room except for you that's the lie this is for all of us without a single fault all glory to him who alone is god our savior through jesus christ our lord all glory majesty power and authority are his before all time and in the present and beyond all time amen good news this is why we worship so heartily and i'm telling you this move of god that is starting to sweep across the earth and let me tell you it is sweeping across the earth i i have reports from many countries around the world of what's going on don't be fooled by what you read in the papers or what you see on cnn jesus is on the move people are coming to jesus by the gazillions daily 
That's a heavenly number, gazillions. <laughs> Daily. Honestly, you can't keep track anymore. It, it is wildfire spreading everywhere. So I want to encourage you with that and, uh, and that you're alive at the right time in history, right when he wanted you to be here and you're part of this wave. And what I wanted to tell you is it's a wave of love above everything else. Papa is saying, this time around, I'm going to make sure my kids know my real heart. And you are positioned purposely where he has you, whether in the workplace, students, whatever you're doing, he has you right where he wants to just be the real you. Just like Suzanne gave that illustration, you do, how you respond, how you react. The more you receive the love and the more you love yourself, big key, it's going to flow out of you effortlessly. You're going to be part of this huge love wave. And I don't have time because I'm kind of out of time just to tell you that loving yourself is massively important. And, and it's not prideful and it's not arrogant. It's part of the plan. It's part of the kingdom plan. And uh, God had me, just told me years ago, I want you to love yourself the way I love you. And I said, then you're going to have to show me how to do that. And one of the things he had me do, and here's your homework. Wait, home fun. We don't need, you don't need more work. This is your home fun. And that is, when you, tonight, please do this for me tonight. I don't care how weird you think I am right now. Just humor me. When you look in the mirror, brushing your teeth, women taking off your makeup, whatever it is, look into your own eyes. Like, don't just skirt around, you know? Look into your eyes and tell yourself, I love you. See? Some of you are so uncomfortable already, and you, you didn't even do it. You're like, you're like, that's just too weird. Can I tell you why it's so weird and hard for us? Because we do not know how to love ourselves well. And that's got to change. Because you have the love of Christ already beaming out of your eyes. So when you start to love yourself with your own eyes, you're actually starting to fill up your own love tank. Jesus said you're going to love your neighbors as you love yourself. Sometimes we haven't loved other people the way we wanted to. And the real issue is not because of them. It's because we have not learned to love ourselves yet. This is a big deal. A big deal to God. All right. So I think I've... I think I've said as, uh, as much as I think time will allow because I wanted to have um, uh, Matthew and Carice. Uh, these are our uh, leaders of our prayer ministry teams, healing prayer teams and blazing fire. And um, I just asked if they wanted to release anything. We're going to do that. Have Suzanne back up and we'll be up here to pray for you. Um, yeah. So as I was, I was sitting here, um, like, you know, as we were, Brent was talking about how, you know, there's this pressure, there's these expectations over many of you of what, what success looks like, what it looks like to be significant. And I just want to release over you uh, God's version of significance because, because um, what you see around you here. Um, you know, when you actually get up there and you're looking face-to-face -face at Jesus, you're going to realize how insignificant all of this is without him. Yeah. Yeah. That all of this amounts to nothing if you don't have him. Yeah. And that our significance is not in our career, not in how many degrees we have, not in uh, what our parents tell us is Significant. It's in what he says, exactly what he is saying, being the original you, the person God created you to be. So I just wanted to release uh, just grace and, and um, his power over you to live out who God created you to be because it's so important right now that you don't live according to someone else's expectations, that you live to be the true person that God created you to be. So... Holy Spirit, would you just come right now? Would you come right now? <clears throat> we invite you to come and into our hearts, and would you teach all of us uh, who we truly are, not who our parents say we are, not who our professors say we are. Uh, it, God, really, uh, honestly, God, we want to know who you created us to be. 
So would you just come, come Holy Spirit within your power and your love, and we just release your grace over every person in this room, every person in this room, that they would uh, step into their true identity with ease because exactly what your scripture says, that you're the one who gets us there. So God, we just, just step in with ease into your grace uh, to truly discover who we've been created to be. In Jesus' name. Yeah. So good. Do you feel the presence of God here and his love? Okay, so did you know that in the Bible, God actually says the words, I love you? So Isaiah 43, you are precious in my eyes and honored, and I love you. So maybe you do not hear that enough. Maybe you've heard it in... Um, a context that's not exactly pure. But just know that God loves you so much. And um, I um, sometimes need examples. I need God to say, you know, okay, those are nice words, God, but what does that mean? Um, and sometimes when, you, when I walk through life, there are fears and insecurities and things that I struggle with. And not very long ago, just two weeks ago, I was worshiping and Holy Spirit, Jesus, and Papa showed up in a whole new way that just rocked my world, and I believe what he does for me, he does for you. So I'm going to share this with you from what I received, because you guys are going to get this too, okay? So what happened during worship was Jesus walks up to me, and I've always had this thing that when I'm scared, I pretend he's holding my hand, so I physically, like, hold his hand. And Jesus came up to me, he held my hand, and he said, I'm with you, I'm with you. And then, so that's good, right? That's already good. And then Holy Spirit comes over, and he's, he like puts his hand on my shoulder, and he whispers in my ear, I've got you. And then, if that's not good enough, Papa comes up behind me, and he puts his arm around me, around Jesus and Holy Spirit too, and says, I've got your back. So it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what you think you're feeling. The truth is Jesus is with you. Holy Spirit has got you, and Papa's got your back. So I just pray and release that the Holy Trinity of God would cocoon each and every one of his beautiful, precious sons and daughters, that you would experience that love in a whole new way, that the things that have only been words before, it will now penetrate so deeply into the original core of who you are, your true identity, that you will know, not just know in your head, but that you will know and experience that you are loved, you are cherished, you are adored by the one who made the stars, by the one who made you beautiful, unique, and amazing. So thank you, Jesus. So we're going to end. Uh, Susanna and I are going to pray a blessing over you. And um, uh, just because it's so important, we kept saying that, that you need to be the real you and, and go back and ask Papa who you are. So um, once again, just go into a place wherever you can to receive straight from Papa's heart. And both of us, we're just going to speak kind of a Papa, Mama blessing over you, over what, what, who he says you are. And so Papa says to each one of you, he says, you are the child that I treasure, that I adore. You bring me so much joy. You do. You bring me joy as my child. And I tell you as my child that I am deeply in love with you. I am so committed to your uh, success. Understand that my definition of success, I will bring you into that place in your life, which is about maturing in love in all ways. And my child, you are enough. I need you to hear my voice. You are enough. You measure up. That even if you heard voices that told you otherwise and that tore you down, I am telling you, you're perfect for me. You're perfect for me. And so I bless you with my Father's blessing. 
as the child that I always wanted. Yes, sweetheart, you are the child I've always wanted. I just bless you to be my beautiful daughter, my handsome son, my strong and courageous child. I bless you. I bless your creativity. I bless your talents. I bless your spirit to soar, to run and soar. And I want you to hear me cheering you on. I'm on the sidelines running with you. I'm yelling, I am your loudest, most vocal cheerleader advocate because you are amazing, because you are mine. Run with that, sweetheart. Run. Run with all you have. Be blessed with joy. Be blessed with life. Be blessed to run and be the true child of God that you are. I love you, sweetheart. So Holy Spirit, I just pray for each person in this room that you would take them into a place of rest where there is a, a ceasing of striving to try to be good enough. And instead, Lord, there is a, a simply a rest in your approval, your acceptance, your desire for each one of your children. And God thanks that we get to be ambassadors of love and go take this to a world so desperately wanting to know that this could actually be true. There is a Papa who loves. In Jesus' name, amen. Great. Okay. All right. All right. So they've agreed to hang around for a little bit and pray um, into what, what they spoke about, and I'm sure anything else, too. So if you want prayer ministry from this crew for, for really anything that's going on in your life, especially related to the topic at hand, of course, um, then come on up. Uh, but we will end with that. And then, um, so if, if you're not getting prayer, what would be cool is if you could just move to the back so that the people who could come up and get prayer could do that easily. Um, but God bless you guys. Thanks for being here. See you next Sunday. This feels kind of weird, but whatever. You know what I'm trying to do. Bye.